gripe I have with you is destroying Wawa. This! Who else is going to pay you this kind of money? And who else needs you that bad? The contracts are getting too out of control. It is. The guy is such a loser. The Couch Guy Sports Podcast. He holds on to that ball. They have another play. They win the game. With Nick Qualia. At one point, you have to go, okay, this isn't working. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Jared Scott. You guys have, have a terrible coach guys. and a terrible quarterback. You guys can all screw and figure out how to be a real organization. I can't even be mad. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 97. Me and Nikolia, no Jared Scally tonight. Jared is out on his honeymoon. Uh, finally, Jared. So Jared straight up got married in September, I want to say. It was September because Lauren and I were both there. And uh, no, it was August. It was August because I had to leave a softball tournament for it. I had to leave a softball tournament for his ass after, after I strained my hamstring and yeah. I hobbled my way into his wedding that's how much i care about this guy you nobody cares more than i do let me tell you something i care and when i care i'm there and i i couldn't walk (laughs) and i made my way i made my way into that wedding so no jared tonight we got producer patty here also per usual our usual usual fill-in guest connor what's up connor not much, dude. I'm fine with being the sub once in a while. Connor, Connor of the Raptors podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, great Celtics podcast. Tim, Riley Banks. Uh, do they have to be more active on the social media accounts? Yeah. A little but bit. But hey, I mean, look it. Look it. We're here. We're- <laughs> hey, if you're, if you're listening, we need an intern for social media. So we if you want to do. do it, hit us we up. We, hit one of us we, up. We, we, if you are looking to get into social media for a company, why not give it a shot here? See what you can do here with the Celtics. Listen, growing No sports, pressure. Growing a sports account that is specifically aimed at the Celtics, if you just work on clips, if you just work on working with the Celtics community all day, you can build up those numbers, you can build up that brand, and guess what? Now you have something on your resume. So if you want to run social media for a company, build a little brand here. Build a little brand with Couch Guest Sports, the Raptors podcast. Do it. Do it. And if you can produce, too. I mean, whatever. I'm sure Riley would like to get that off his hand. That would be a nice thing to get off his hand. All right, let's get into the weekly dump. The Bruins made a single move at the NHL trade deadline. Well, day of the NHL trade deadline, acquiring Marcus Johansson from the N- from the New Jersey Devils in exchange for a 2019 second rounder and a 2020 fourth rounder. We're going to have a we never talk hockey on this podcast anymore without Lauren, because generally it would just be me talking. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little breakdown at the end of this. So I want to talk about what the Bruins did, how the Bruins look, and I want to talk about the Bruins compared to the Celtics because woof, woof. Listen, if you jumped between the Celtics and the Bruins last night, I started with the Bruins. I think the Bruins game, yeah, the Bruins game obviously started first. You're watching the Bruins. They're gritty. They're hard nosed. They're flying all over the ice. They're meshing well together. They're bringing new guys in from other teams and they're still meshing well together they're scoring goals they're beating good teams like san jose they're beating good fast teams like san jose they're fighting you switch over to the fucking celtics it's garbage it's trash it is trash and we're going to talk more about the celtics i'm already pissed off that we're going to talk more about the celtics but god damn get your heads out of your asses 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 I mean, the, Celt- 
speculation about a possible addition of a pitch clock in baseball as early as this season. The MLB says that they're prepared to push the pitch clock back to 2022. So I guess they let the players decide that. Who knew? Uh, just kidding. That was that was sarcasm because the owners and uh, the commissioner backed down from the pitch clock again. Uh, Nolan Arenado got paid big boy money by the Colorado Rockies with an eight-year contract worth $260 million, making him the highest-paid position player in the MLB. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, released from his team in the Canadian Football League after a breach of agreement occurred. Uh, no details yet, really, on what the breach of agreement was. But, but, you can only speculate at this point. You can only, I'm, not, I'm not hinting at anything. But you know the first thing that most people think of with this guy's checkered past. I'm a big Johnny Manziel guy, but you know that's what that's what people are gonna think about. He's gonna lay out some drugs. Okay, I mean I was gonna say it, but but you, but it. we don't know. We don't know. We don't. We know. don't. We really don't know. It could it's, be anything. It's, yeah, it's speculation. It literally could be anything. A breach of agreement could be the tiniest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Stevens, in a hilarious moment for the Celtics because these this season has been so goddamn pathetic. So last night, as you guys know, the Celtics getting their doors blown up by the Toronto Raptors, who, mind you, they're probably going to have to go through uh, if they want to do anything in the postseason. Uh, They got their doors blown off again, and Brad Stevens is done. Done. As much as done as Brad Stevens can be, because he said this. Connor, was that loud enough? No, that was loud enough. That was the first time I've ever heard him swear. That was the first time I think anybody's heard him swear. Adam I don't, Adam Jones from 98.5 The Sports Hub last night went on like this big uh, <laughs> this big joke about Brad Stevens, about when he got home. G. Willikers, Brad Stevens. Listen, Brad Stevens, and we're going to talk about him too as when we talk about the Celtics in this next topic, but... Is the guy too nice is the question, especially with a team like this. Bryce Harper still sits on the free agent market, and reports are that he met with the San Francisco Giants and discussed a 10-year deal. Harper also reportedly has talked with the Dodgers in his hometown of Vegas. The Dodgers are reportedly leaning more towards a short-term deal, though. The Phillies are said to be a little anxious now that it seems like the Dodgers are seriously in the mix. Listen... I'm not. I'm, I'm a little biased here. If I had to pick between those three, I San Francisco. I know they suck right now, but you got 10 years of your Bryce Harper. If you sign that deal with the San Francisco Giants, there's a chance that they're going to be good at some point. I mean, yeah, you're taking up a big chunk of their cap space, but playing in San Francisco, it's one of my favorite ballparks. The city is gorgeous. Like that would be getting paid millions of dollars. You're in California. That would be a dream. You're taking a, dream. a big taking a big chance of being good though i mean are you though because they won three out of five championships yeah how long ago was the last time they won five years not, ago not long ago like four i think they i think the last yeah. one they won was that 2015 is bum garner healthy i mean they're gonna have to like dig no, you're gonna have to whatever. rebuild they're, they're already yeah. rebuilding exactly but but i mean just just from the aesthetics part san francisco you i i saw that ballpark the outside of that ballpark oh, that ballpark it's amazing it's incredible if i'm bryce harper Obviously, I you know I'm saying this now with none of this actually on my mind. But San Francisco, it's like how the hell do you pass that up? Giants owner John Mara is skeptical about any changes being made to the NFL replay use. The NFL's competition committee met again. 
discussing the replay. Obviously, it relates back to the botched NFC Championship um, call that was made against the uh, New Orleans Saints. All right, that was the weekly dump. Let's run into the Celtics. So the Celtics have been a big topic here on the CouchCast Sports Podcast, as they should be. You know, Boston Sports Podcast, but you don't want to be talking about at this point in the season, Connor, you want the Celtics to not really be a conversation. At this point in the season, you want the Celtics to be on the back burner of your mind. Exactly. You, you want to watch. You want to watch the games, but if you told me in September when we were getting hyped up for the season, if you told me in September that this team was on the brink of being just a complete dumpster fire, if you told me that this team wasn't in the top four of the Eastern Conference standings by February 27th, I would have laughed in your face. You're telling me Gordon Hayward, who we wanted back at the end of last season? We wanted Gordon Hayward at the end of last season? We wanted that guy to be part of the playoff run? It wouldn't have been good. And he's here now, February 27th, almost an entire season under his belt. Still not playing great. And listen, I'm not blaming him. I mean, the guy snapped his ankle in half last year, right? I'm not blaming him. But mm-hmm. I thought there would be a little bit more progression. Maybe that was maybe we were expecting too much out of him. And then you have Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Who's supposed <laughs> to be a superstar, who is a superstar, who scores points, who is one of the best guards in the NBA, top two between him and Steph Curry. But... Do you like his attitude? Do you like the way he's handling himself? After last night's game, I don't like it. I mean, after a lot of games, I don't like it. But after last night's game specifically, I don't like it. Because you know why? Did you see why? those quotes that he had after the game? I actually did not, know. So, it wasn't really as much as the quotes as much as the context. So, he was asked at his locker after the game. So, the, the Celtics got bl- their doors blown off by the... Uh, Toronto Raptors coming off of a loss to the Chicago Bulls, coming off of a loss to the Clippers, coming off of a loss to the Lakers. You got the Bucks in there too. Oh, and the Bucks. I mean, hell, these guys stink at basketball. At his locker, he was asked about Brad Stevens. Uh, Brad Stevens in talking about how the Celtics are taking shortcuts. That's what Brad Stevens said. Kyrie was asked about it, and he goes, I don't know. It's up to Brad in regards to how they fix it. And then he's asked about Marcus Smart's comments saying that they don't play together. And he said, that's Marcus's opinion. I respect it. He said it it in a way where it was like, I'm going to give you guys these quotes. So when you put it on paper, it doesn't look like I'm an asshole. Because I think he's tired of being the headline of the news. He really is. And he's fed up with this young team, too. I think he's just fed up. He wants to go to a team where he doesn't have to deal with these young guys. And, I mean, he he chose to come here. I don't know why he's being such a pussy right now or such a whiny baby because it, it's well, kind of you annoying. know why? Because the chemistry is pathetic. There's no chemistry on this team. It is, but like, what did I mean? We should have saw this coming. We should have saw this coming because when all these veteran guys got back from this, the beginning of the season, we it, all these young guys were ready to go. They wanted to prove themselves. Most of these guys are fighting for contracts. They're fight, they know they're not going to be on this team next season. Like Terry Rozier, he's fighting for his his future right now. He wants to be a star. Okay, and, but he looks like ass. I know he does, but it, like last night was just atrocious on offense. I don't know, you know what, what I don't know what that was last night. Vegas knew something again. 
Because at the beginning what, of the year, the say? over the over under on Terry Rozier's average per game was seven and a half. As of right now, I checked it yesterday because I thought about betting it, but I didn't. As of right now, that could go up, or at least before last night's game, he was at eight or like eight point five. So he's close. I mean, what they close. say for the win totals? Because I I was saying they were going to hit sixty wins this season. Everybody thought they were going to hit 60 wins. I wasn't even worried. I was telling everyone who didn't watch basketball to watch the Celtics this season because I thought they would be so exciting. It, it was going to be. You, you, a, you thought a, they'd be a fun team to watch. Yeah, I thought they were going to be like the next Warriors, like a, just a fun team to go see. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't have mind paying big bucks to go see them play in the Garden. I, but now I'm not going to go pay any money to go see this team play. It's it's that bad. The chemistry on this team is so off, and I think it. Not, I'm, I'm not saying the chemistry has to do with them, but I think Brad Stevens has to figure something out. I think Brad Stevens yeah. has to actually be a little tough with these guys. Can you? Because can you imagine Brad Stevens being tough with these guys? He's got people who think they run this team. Kyrie Irving. He's got the, the veterans. The veterans think they run this team. Kyrie Irving, uh, Marcus Morris is chirping. Jalen Brown's got problems. He's not a veteran, but mm-hmm. I think Brad Stevens. Like, is is it time to start questioning if this guy has the balls and has the grit? to put up with a team full of superstars like this, because this was a conversation to start the season. The conversation was, can Brad Stevens handle this? He's never had a team filled with superstars. He's always had a gritty team. Back to Butler with Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Back in Butler when he brought them to the Final Four, they were a gritty team that nobody expected much out of. With yeah. the Celtics, when they started, they got better and better every single year, and that was with a team nobody expected much out of, led by Isaiah Thomas. Now this is a team filled with superstars, and he can't figure this out. He can't yeah, he, keep egos in check. He has one of the deepest teams in the NBA from, from the starting five to the, the end of their bench. This is like one of the deepest teams. If everyone can play by to far? their talent level, by far, it's one of the best teams in the NBA. But they're getting – I mean, I, I can see losing to the Bucks by one. That wasn't a bad game. but The Bucks it, are the best team in the East. Yeah, I, I, that, was a, that was a hard-fought game. They lost by one point in Milwaukee. But like those losses to the, the Clippers or like the loss to like the Lakers or – even like last night's win, uh, loss, if they lost by like three points in Toronto, all right, oh well. I mean, at least it was close, but they got their asses whooped last night. That was just tough to it watch. Was embarrassing. That was it was a- embarrassing. It was almost like the Bruins blowout loss to the Canadians a couple years ago in, uh, at Gillette Stadium. Like that was. Uh, I wouldn't know what that is, but. <laughs> the Bruins played the Winter Classic at Gillette Stadium against the Canadians and got their fucking doors blown off on the national stage. Like the one hockey game aside from the Stanley cup that everybody watches that everybody and they got, and they got pantsed on the ice. Wasn't it like eight to eight. Then they scored like eight goals. If I remember correctly, I forget. What the, I forget what the score was, but it was bad. It was gross, really? but no, I mean, it, going back to those games, the Lakers, the Clippers and the bulls championship teams, they lose those games. Occasionally. Like we've seen the Patriots, drop games to bad teams like this year for instance this year this year was different you can't really compare this year to most Patriots seasons but like they lost to the titans they lost to the lions they lose every single year to the dolphins no matter how bad they are sometimes they lose to the the, to the shitty jets whatever the case may be so they find ways to lose those games occasionally over the years and sure if the celtics did that maybe once or twice this uh this season whatever you know they lose to the bulls after they blew out the lakers and the clippers which they were on pace to do in both of those games mm-hmm. if they lose to the bulls you know okay if that's the one bad loss of the season maybe two maybe three whatever you'll live with it this is a tough good. loss talent it 
still be a tough loss. The Bulls, but the Bulls are the worst team, like second worst team in the NBA. I would say. In like, I, in like by far, like they are yeah, not. I, they're not even close to good. <laughs> not a good basketball team. But that's the thing. They don't. You have to beat these teams because at the end of the season, especially in an in an East race that's like this. You have to get as many wins as possible. I know that sounds mm-hmm. stupid. I know that sounds obvious, but yeah. I don't think I don't think any of us expected the East to be this close. I didn't. I don't think anybody expected the the Bucks to be this good. I don't think anybody. I mean, people expected the Raptors to be uh, right there, but then mm-hmm. the Pacers are still playing well. I mean, I don't I, think people expected the East to be this good. And I I said once Olandipo went down, I was saying that the Pacers were still going to be a good team. I think I wrote an article about um, when when um, Olandipo went down. They said he was out for the year. I was like, they have they have pieces on this team. They're gritty. They're like the old Celtics. They're like the old Celtics. They're gritty. They they have these young guys that just want to win. And there's no there's no superstar player like getting in the way of like trying to bully people saying, hey, I'm going to have the ball in my hands all the time. These Pacers are having fun. They want to win games. And these Celtics just like there's too many egos. Like I've said from the get go, there's too many egos on this team, and that's what's hurting them. And, and it's painful to see. They still have a chance. I like them in the playoffs, even though how bad they look right now. Yeah, um, but you have to play on the road. If you, play I, I don't. The- I really don't mind that. I, I if you if you play the Raptors at Scotia Bank Arena, that would be in the second round. That would probably be in the that would probably be in the Eastern Conference Finals if the Bucks are in that round. If that's if, if you have to play. If you run into Toronto, I don't care. I'm with you. I don't care if they have to play against the Bucks because I think mm-hmm. they'll turn it on. I mean, Kyrie said it after, what was it, the Bulls game? He mm-hmm. said, I still don't see anybody beating us in seven. Fine. He's got that confidence. They, I agree, I agree with him in that, right. though. They're, they're a talented team. Like, they should be. Realistically, if they're not first, they should be second place in, this, in, in, in the East right now. I don't yeah. care if they have to go somewhere else. If you have to play Toronto and you don't have home court advantage, you're not winning. You're not winning. They, no, they haven't beaten Toronto at home at, at, at Scotia Bank this year, right? No, and they never, they never. They haven't that. like they never straight. beat. No, and they never beat Toronto, even though like over the course of a few years they suck at Toronto. They so that's that's what I mean. They're not. There's no way that they're beating Toronto in Toronto. No. In the effort on this team is pathetic, pathetic. Right now you, it is. Oh my God! I can see them turning it up in the play. I can see them putting it together in the playoffs. I don't know why. I just have a strange feeling they're just gonna kill it in the playoffs. I've heard that a lot, but you know what? Until these guys, until these guys show show it, I'm not gonna believe in them. There was a play last night. This the game they were losing by a good, a healthy amount, but they were still semi in the game. It was a clip where there were two Celtics defenders running down the court with a Raptor sandwich in between them. Raptor gets the ball in his hands. Neither of them makes contact to go up there and try to block the shot. Neither of them. Was they just like, let him score. Wasn't it like Gordon Hayward and I forget who else it was? It was like, Kyrie. Kyrie is the main guy in that. Kyrie team. and Gordon. Yeah. It was a pathetic effort. This team has no balls. This team has no grit. They're and all pretty that's, that's what I was talking about before. If you were watching the Bruins game last night and then you turned over to the Celtics, yikes. I mean, I was watching Duke VT and switching between them and the Celtics. Like I texted you, but that you should have watched, watched the Bruins game. I'm on a, yeah, I, I gotta get into hockey. I gotta get into it. Oh. I I wanted to this year, and I said I was gonna write a blog about it. Like new guy getting into hockey. Like I just couldn't do it. I, Chara Chara dropping those gloves, man. Chara fought Kane last night. Oh, yeah. I have a Chara shirt jersey. That shirt. counts for anything. 
Shirzy. I have a Charo Shirzy. Got yourself a Shirzy? I got that Charo one like six years ago when they were in the Stanley Cups last <laughs> night. Whenever that was, when they won it or something. Whenever that was. No, but this this team. I mean, well, what, what else can you say about them? The lack of defense is pathetic. What's this team got to do if they plan on even turning it around this season? They have to like. Can you force people to like each other? Because I'm at the point. I didn't, hate believe, I didn't believe I didn't believe that that rhetoric, that theory that this team disliked each other. But I'm at the point now where I do Marcus Smart yelling at Jalen Brown on the court last night. Yeah, they're, I, I, I mean, mean, everyone's to, to, move, to move forward. Everyone's just going to have to Brad Stevens is going to have to get everyone to accept their role, a specific role, because every player for them to win, like to get to the finals, every player is going to have to play a specific role on this team, because right now they're they're all trying to do way more than what they should be doing. Like every player beside, I mean, Kyrie Irving's going out there and trying to score. That's what he should be doing. He's the main scorer on this team, but everyone else is trying to do more than what they should be trying to do. And it's just, everyone's getting in each other's way. Everyone's getting mad at each other. All these egos are clashing right now and it's just not working out. They should have well, made it the trade deadline. They, they should have, somebody they, off. They, they, they should have shaken it up a little bit. Terry Rozier. They needed Terry- it. Terry Rozier, and people keep talking about, like, oh, dad, Terry Rozier in the trade for Anthony Davis. Terry Rozier is a free agent, guys. He's not the Celtics' property at the end of the season. No, no one – they don't want Terry Rozier. They wouldn't have taken him. They would have been like, all right, well, I'd rather have, like, Marcus Smart. Who, I mean, they no, would have they, taken on the contract, but – I mean, let's let's be real. I think, I think it's stupid to believe that the Pelicans would make a move uh, and trade Anthony Davis to the Celtics that for a you know, package that doesn't include Jason Tatum. No, you you got to try to get Jason Tatum. That's your ultimate goal. He's proven that he's a great player. I mean, that he can that he, rest, he could be a great player. And the rest of this team at this point, I mean, who who else are you going to want from this roster? I mean, on on this team, I, I would say he's probably the third best player. I think Ky, it goes Kyrie, and I think Horford's still better than Tatum at this point, just because his overall game. And then Tatum. I want you know what I wanted to bring up Horford too. Horford is the one player on the Celtics that. I haven't been infuriated with this year. I know, same. He's he's playing like he's he's Al Horford. That's just he's a good. He's He's a very good good basketball player. He's having a good season. I mean, he's not having a great season, but he's having an Al Horford season, the season that you expect him to have. He's having the season that you expect him to have. It be be great if the rest of the team is performing to what they should be. But he what he should be doing is stepping up and being a leader. He should be yelling at if I, I haven't heard anything about this, but he should be yelling at these guys in the locker room. He should be the team captain right now. He should be the leader but, of this know, team. But Kyrie wants to be the leader. Kyrie wants to be that guy. He wants this to be his team. Yeah, he I think Horford has he's been in the, I mean, I give Kyrie credit. He's been to the finals. He's won a finals. He has the experience and he could be a leader, but I don't think he's capable of being a leader. I really don't. I don't either. And I, and you know what, too? I mean, when the Celtics traded for him last year, I mean, yeah, when the Celtics traded for him at the beginning of last year, you, you, you heard him talk a little bit, but you never really heard too many quotes out of him because that was LeBron's team in Cleveland, which I think bothered him. Mm-hmm. And when he came here, it was still like, they were playing great, but he never seemed like a leader. Like when you look at guys like that, you win championships with like Kevin Garnett, you could tell Kevin Garnett was a leader from the jump. Like that Kobe guy, Bryant. Like, Kobe Bryant, like, he's you, my could tell KG, you could tell KG's pumping up the team. You could tell KG's there coaching these guys. Kyrie, Kyrie's sitting here bitching about what the team's not doing. And you don't see him on the bench, like talking, working with these guys. You don't see him out on the floor, helping these guys out. I mean, 
I'm not. I'm, I'm not in on this team. A he's lot a of great... people seem to think this team's going to turn it around in the postseason. I don't see it at all. He's a, like, like you said, he's a great player. He's one of the best in the league, but he's not a good leader. It takes, it takes a special someone to be a, like it's a leader. Yeah, and it. I mean, I, I wonder if he is the first one in the gym, last one out. Like, I don't know. They haven't said anything about that. I wonder if he is putting putting in the most work, helping out. Like, obviously, he's not helping out these younger guys. I, th- I don't think he cares anymore at this point. First one in, last one out. You know who that was for the Red Sox in 2004? Who? You know who was? You know who Low Key was one of the hardest workers on the Manny, Red Sox? Manny Ramirez. Manny, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, first one in, early last morning one. in the cage, last one out. That's what you got to do to be a leader. And he was looked upon as one of the leaders on that team. Although he was a fucking idiot. Well, yeah, but look, he got the job done. He was kind of a douchebag, but I love Manny. He got the job done. (laughs) We're saying saying Kyrie's a douchebag, but we don't love him. Yeah, but at least Manny was funny. Kyrie's not even funny. No, he's just a, he's he's actually an idiot. He went to Duke Duke University for one year, one of the most, probably one of the better colleges in the country, and he didn't learn a thing. He's just very pomp. I'm not. I'm out on. I'm out. I think I'm out on Kyrie right now. That's all it yeah, is. let's let's get him out of Boston as soon as possible. No, no, no. Listen, I want him to come back to this team next season. I really do. Just so we can get AD. Just so you can get AD. I don't want anybody else on this team. Uh, you know what? The only person that I'm I want the Celtics. I I want the Celtics to mark as untouchable. Is Marcus Smart? I love. I've loved Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is what. You know what? I do love Jason Tatum too. I know it can't happen, but if you can make that deal without a Jason Tatum move, then I'll live with it. I mean, I would prefer that, but if you got to trade Jason Tatum for Anthony Davis, we've had this conversation a million times. Get him out of here. Yeah. All right. Slide over. Robert Kraft. Uh, Let's talk some rub and dug on the podcast, huh? Yikes. Let's talk about a little rub and dug. (laughs) Oh, Bobby. (laughs) Oh, little Bobby. Bobby, yeah, Bobby, little Bobby. It could so be I'm Big saying, Bobby, who knows? So, yeah, I mean, hey. We haven't seen the video. <laughs> yeah. So the video is going to come out, it sounds like. Yeah, TMZ is probably going to get a hold, of, hold no. of it or something. No. It's once the once the uh, case is taken care of and out of the way, public evidence. Yikes, Bob. Public property. He, he's shaking at his boots. He, and oh. I, would be, I would be up every night being like, crap people are going to see everyone in the world is going to see this video well they they're not going to see his dick and balls unless tmz gets a hold of the uncensored one because they're going to blur it out it's going to be like some japanese someone's going to get a hold of this uncensored one it's going to be out there no but someone's going to so we're going to be able to watch it and it's got everyone's going to be watching it in their offices where they work it's going to be like probably not a good thing Uh, to watch at work i'm not not watching i'm not putting that (laughs) They, there's a reason they market NSFW. Your, your, your boss might. I mean, when I was at my internship, <laughs> I was at my internship, and right when it happened, everybody was talking about it. It was a talk I, yeah, of the town. I mean, yeah, we're talking about it. We're not watching porn. <laughs> I want to say this is like, actually, no one's going to get turned on this. This is porn. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. First of all, everybody everybody who says they don't want to watch the video, you're liars. Oh, you're I absolutely know. liars. We're all going to watch it. The second this video comes out, everybody's <laughs> watching this video. I know. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I I've seen people like I got Mike. I hope this video doesn't come out. I don't want to see that bullshit. Everybody wants to see this video. Everybody wants to see this video. So let's talk about this. Friday, I'm sitting in my office, right? My Apple Watch. I texted you. Take a look at it. it says Robert Kraft being charged with soliciting prostitution. I was like, all right, whatever. Kraft got caught with a couple of couple of hookers. Whatever. Got caught in the hotel room with a couple of hookers. Then I then I open up the article 
It's like Robert Kraft's basically getting some uh, getting some sexual pleasure at an Asian <laughs> massage parlor in Fl- Jupiter, Florida. Wow. Wow. It was it was amazing. And at first, you know, you kind of had to be careful about it because it was linked to a human trafficking sting that Florida was putting on. We don't even know if there was really a human trafficking sting going on. We have no idea. There might not even have been a human trafficking sting because isn't it weird that now that this is kind of pushed and now that we're talking about Robert Kraft, the human trafficking element kind of disappeared. It, it is a little weird, but I think he has nothing to do with it. So, he I mean, maybe he did. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he did. We don't, we really don't know the full story yet. No. And like, and that's the thing. I mean, there's a big difference between being involved with human trafficking and getting a little rub and tug. You know, that was a huge difference. Just going to get a nice little rub and tug. I've never gotten one. But... I've never, I've personally never been, you know, hand to God, I've never been to a little, little orchids of Asia rub and tug down in Jupiter, Florida or any. <laughs> I've never but, even gotten a massage before. But, oh, I've gotten massages. And I've never they, even been. They've ended with me exiting the room. Because I'm scared of something like that happening. Oh, you turn over. Oh, like, who or, knows what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, or, I'm scared to go or, to these massage parlors. Or... Or you could not go to one of these sketchy Asian massage parlors that go to a place like Massage Envy, which is... Is that good? Do you recommend? I've been there, and they're like they're a chain. They're not just... You think, yeah. a, you think a big popular chain like that's going to be handing out hand jobs in the back? Nick, I have no clue. I feel like if you have the money, like Rob Kraft could, Bob Kraft could probably walk in there and probably get one. You think Robert Kraft? Are... You think these? You think every masseuse is just like, well, if you give me enough money, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna start going to town. I don't know, Nick. A lot of people do things for money. Listen, I'm everyone's got would, that number. I'm somebody. No, I'm somebody who would do a lot for money. I'm telling you right now, if some guy asked me for a hand job. I'm not doing it. Well, I wouldn't do, but a, who knows? Like a female. I don't know if she. If Rob, if Bob Kraft walked in and said, "Hey, toots, is is two thousand dollars." <laughs> I don't know. What what <laughs> logic is this? I'm just saying, people do stupid things for money. <laughs> Mark that down. That's a promo this week. <laughs> hey, Tuts. Hey, Tuts. Want hey, $2,000? I'm Robert Kraft. I got a lot of money. And speaking of which, okay, I'm glad you brought up the price. The price tag on these on these sexual favors for Robert Kraft is 59 bucks. Was it $59? It costs $59 oh. for a half hour, $79 for a full hour. Now, now according to the video, so you know what? I, I was reading the CNN article, just getting a little bit more information before we started the show. And um, <laughs> that's sad. This is such a routine. So this is, so this is what happened. Uh, January 17th, the police, they went into, they, they got into the Orchids of Asia spa somehow. I don't exactly know how they got in there. They set up cameras. So on the afternoon of January 19th, the camera show Kraft visited the spa and paid for services and cash at the front desk. And he was then taken to a massage room, undressed and lay on a massage bed. Female employee can be seen on the video manipulating his genitals and later wiping Kraft's genitals with a towel, according to the affidavit. Afterward, Kraft left the facility and got into a white Bentley and police then conducted a traffic stop on the vehicle and confirmed his ID, the affidavit states. The next day, Kraft returned to the spa at about 10.59 a.m., and again undressed and lay face up on a massage table, the affidavit states. There, a woman began manipulating his genitals and then put her head down on his genitals, the, uh, the affidavit states. 
After a few minutes, the woman used a towel to wipe Kraft near his genitals. The affidavit, the affidavit says, listen, Stan, I understand the affidavit is saying this. You don't have to say it after every sentence. Kraft gave her a $100 bill plus at least one other unidentifiable bill and left the room at 11.13 a.m., 14 minutes, according to the documents. I'm glad they didn't say affidavit that time. Play information for Kraft's private jet shows that the plane flew, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so January 20th, that date ring a bell to you? It wasn't it the day before the day of the AFC Championship game. Day of oh god, and it, it was a it was a good luck hand job. Day uh, no, so that one was actually um, fellatio. Oh, oh, good old American fellatio. I I did not know about that part. Oh, American fellatio. Oh, so you got a good luck, got a good luck kiss. Yeah, you can wow. call it. Oh, we'll say um, good luck, kiss. So here's so here's the dynamics of this whole situation. If human trafficking is involved, and I think Connor Connor can Connor will uh, you know he will confirm this for me. I think Pat can too. We are a podcast against human trafficking. <laughs> okay, guys, right? <laughs> we're, we're we're not in we're not in on human trafficking. We think human trafficking is a bad thing. So if that's part of this actual conversation, if that's actually part of this whole thing, that that is sad, but. I don't think there's a problem. I really don't think there's a problem with people laughing at the fact that Robert Kraft got caught, got busted, <laughs> getting happy endings out of massage. Like, I don't think that's a problem because it's funny. It's funny. That's all it is. Robert Kraft. And the, 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 the crappy thing is, like, we love Robert Kraft. He's a great guy as far as we know. And, you know, I'm going to stick with that. He's a great guy. We don't know anything bad about him. He's done great things for the community. He loves his team. He loves the Patriots. He's always kissing dudes on the cheek. He seems like a great guy. This is so embarrassing for him. And yeah. I, I feel bad about that. I do. I feel bad that this is embarrassing for him. <laughs> you know, because it's got to be. It's got to be freaking out about this. Because if, if he doesn't step down and we go to the, we go to the championship he game, won't step down. If, if we go to the Super Bowl and win – and he's going to get handed the trophy. <laughs> like, come on. People are going to be <laughs> the jokes. <laughs> come on. Dude, no, it doesn't. Twitter, he can't. Next season, he can't be at any games because Twitter's no. going to explode the moment they show him on TV. Oh, every away game, we are going to get chants of, I don't even know what they're going to chant, but they're going to be, people are probably going to be throwing like. I'm, dude, I'm just worried about social media. It's going to, it's going <laughs> to crucify him. But we don't care because we have the best team still. and We have one of the best teams <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, we do. But but Bobby Kraft had to get caught getting a, a here, good, good luck kiss. He got pulled over January 19th and the went day back before. the next day. He, I don't know what he was. He must have been in total doing? relaxation mode there. He could go to – he could just have like a service come to his house and not – like. See, I don't know if I, I mean, are there on call hookers like that? I don't Who, know. Dude, I don't, I've never, I don't have the money, but he's a billionaire, dude. He has to know of something. Come on. Matt, can he's, you confirm there are on call hookers? Your mic's not on. He said, fuck it, but you know what? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I think he was shaking and said yes. I mean, he could go to any, he could go to like, isn't it in Canada that stuff's legal? Canada is, yeah. Yeah, so, he could have flew yeah. his jet to Canada. He's a, a billionaire. That I forget who nothing. I was talking to. Yeah, no, exactly. But I mean, you don't want to go to Canada in January. You want to, you want to go to Florida. All right, then go to like another country that's like tropical. That's probably where it's legal, and just do it. Like, come on, he's a billionaire. 
He could have pro- he could have flew his jet anywhere in the world and gotten this done. Yeah, you know. So so on a serious note from this whole thing, not to get too serious, but I think it's incredibly irresponsible for a lot of these publications to be running that craft is caught in a human trafficking ring because while that's clickbait and while that is mm-hmm. technically, I guess, what happened, don't make it sound like the guy is like the head of this human trafficking ring. Cause that's a lot of these publications are saying things like that. They're saying I mean, like, if he was, I'd be really fucked up. If he had if, money if, invested in this, like, ugh, yikes, if craft is, is any way involved and not just a customer of these, uh, these, these, uh, these offers, um, then he should be arrested. He yeah. Should be arrested. Thrown, in, he thrown in jail. Forced to give up the team. Mm-hmm. Be thrown in prison, but I I really don't believe that he was. I think he was just going to get some happy endings. I don't think he knew that these girls were human trafficked. Um, if they were, again, we don't even know. Like we, that's a that's a pretty tough thing to put out there. If you don't have proof that they were part of a human trafficking ring, it but is. if it is, if it is, that's so sad. That it is, is so really sad. sad. But I'm not gonna get mad at Robert Kraft for getting a little happy ending. I'm not. And, uh, I'm and, not and either. People are, and people who are acting like they are, grow up. And a lot, of, a lot of people do this, men and women. Uh, dude, you know what? You know, so, you know what I discovered through this whole thing? A lot of people that I know have been to a little, uh, really? little I, thugs. I feel that that would be like the most awkward thing. Like I know. And you're going to pay for that? Like, come I on. know. I don't know. I, I've honestly, uh, it's a strange thing to me, but people like it. People love it. <laughs> Apparently people love it. I know. There was, yeah. There's a guy at Barstool who's saying that him and his friends would go together. Glenn yeah, Glenn, I watched the video. <laughs> Glenn, he was like, yeah, we just all go. We oh, hop in, four, we go hop together. In, he's like, yeah, we have a bad night out. Like, no, nothing's going on. We just hop in the Uber and get some. <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, uh, I just, yeah, like, Kai, like, that, that would have been like man, us. But... That would have been like us, like, going out last Saturday and been like, hey, guys, like. Yeah, let's go to the rub and tug down. Tonight's winding down. We got some pizza. You want to go get a. <laughs> I, I also didn't realize how, like, how abundant these places are. I didn't realize they were actually all over the place. I think you got to, like, know about them. Yeah, but from what I, like, from what I've heard at this point, because like, obviously, obviously, rub and tug has been a big conversation the past, like, six days, mm-hmm. five days. Apparently, these places are everywhere. I thought they were kind of like a myth. I thought they weren't like a real spot. Oh no, there. I mean, was I one... thought they were real, but I didn't think they were going to be this. There's like one in Rehoboth, were... dude. Yeah, Just I heard that too. Right next to where I used to work, you know. I, I'm not going to say, but like, there there was one over there, and the police would be surrounding it 24 seven. There'd always be police going in and out. Of, like some some police would go in and out. I don't know, sketchy. Again, wrap it up. I'm not. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to act like I'm mad at Robert Kraft for doing this. Is it against the law? Yeah. Should he get a misdemeanor since he got caught? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I mean, he's the guy. The guy deserves some kind of punishment because it it is illegal. But and he should get fined more than a normal person should get fined. No, Come on. No. No. Misdemeanor is like five hundred dollars. Come on, that's nothing. You to him. socialist Penny. son of a bitch. He shouldn't get fined just because he makes more money. I think he should. I mean, do you think he's gonna get suspended from the NFL? Like, this is another topic. No, do you think he's gonna no. get any games from the NFL? No, might, no draft might, picks. If draft picks, he, he, he might get a monetary fine. That's it. So you don't because you know why? Because like... all of oh, I guarantee you, fifteen of these owners go there. Go, go, not go to this place, but go to oh, places. Oh, one hundred percent. All the older ones. Yeah. I I don't think like Jerry Jones. If, like, come if, on. Yeah, Jim Irsay. Yeah. You tell me that guy doesn't go to rubbing tugs. They they they're all doing it. 
They're all doing. It. They're all billionaires. I don't. I don't think there's going to be any repercussions from the NFL, and if there is, it's just going to be like a. It's going to be a fine of some sort, some monetary fine. But I don't think it should affect the game. I don't think there should be draft picks involved. That would be that. What would piss me off the most would be the draft pick part. I don't care if he misses games because he doesn't. And when it's all said and done, who cares if Bob Kraft misses some of the games? Like, that really doesn't matter. It matters. It, it, it matters nothing. Like, it if matters. he gets suspended for being there, like, yeah. sorry, Robert. Who like, cares? He can go he watch it in his home theater that costs millions of dollars. Like, he doesn't get paid by the NFL weekly. Like, he exactly. makes money off of his team. So it's not like he's losing money by being suspended. He exactly. Can't be yeah, exactly. So, now, I mean, let's more authority. More. The moral authority needs to calm down. Nobody's actually mad at Robert Kraft for getting a little rub and tug. No, not mad at all. It was just wild news to get on a Friday afternoon, a pretty calm Friday afternoon. That no one expected. All right, so that basically wraps up the show, but we're going to do a little hockey minute here since we haven't talked hockey. Since basically Lauren left, uh, because me and Lauren would talk a lot of hockey together, but I don't really have many people to talk about hockey now with. Jared kind of knows, kind of likes hockey, but... Let's talk hockey right now. Let's do it. Maybe. So we're going to talk about the Bruins at the NHL trade deadline. So they picked up Marcus Johansson. He's a winger, third line, second line. They also picked up Charlie Coyle the week before. I think it was actually the Wednesday before, so last Wednesday. Um, Charlie Coyle, Weymouth kid, third line center. They did what – the, what these moves do is they add depth, which is good. It's what they needed, but I'm disappointed – in what they got. I mean, I, I think they're both nice players, but I'm disappointed in the fact that I thought there was going to be a lot more happening. I, there was almost, there was almost more promise to be happening. There was a guy, Mark Stone, Ottawa Senators. He's a, he's a legit score. Great score. If you were able to make a trade for that guy, which all signs are pointing to the Bruins making a trade for this guy, it was going to cost a lot. It might cost a player that might hurt like a Heinen like a Danton Heinen, like a Jake DeBrusque. Uh, but I thought they were going to make that deal. I thought they were going to make that deal. And by making that deal, when Pasternak comes back, you have a shirt up first line. You have a shirt up second line. Your first line's nasty between Pasternak, Marshan, and Bergeron. Your second line would then be Stone, uh, Krejci, and Jake DeBrusque. And it would have been a nasty, nasty two-pairing. Two pairing. But deal didn't get done vegas ended up jumping in the mix on mark stone they picked up mark stone vegas did and the las vegas golden Knights picked up mark stone why though aren't they they're not even like in the playoff picture are they right they're now not, they're they're okay this year i mean their cinderella story's done yeah but i think from what i'm seeing right here they're like not even like no exactly which why would you make a move like that which was surprising because I didn't think they were going to be, I didn't think they were going to be buyers at the trade deadline for sure. Like they picked up one of the best scores in the league, but and with the amount that they offered, the Bruins weren't going to be able to match that. The only way the Bruins were going to be able to match that is if they gave up a guy like Jake DeBrusque or Charlie McAvoy. And McAvoy is one of my favorite players. I think this kid's going to be on the team for a long time. I think he deserves to be on the team for a long time. I think he's one of the next. He's 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 the heir to Char's throne. He's the next defensive leader of this team. I don't want to give up McAvoy. I really didn't want to give up Jake DeBrusque, so I'm glad they didn't. I, I would have been willing to part with Heinen. Heinen's proved a lot up on the first line. But speaking of Heinen, so that's the big thing with the Bruins not making this trade and why I'm actually semi-okay with it. A, this team is meshing like no other right now. Like mm-hmm. I kept bringing up in this podcast, the Bruins 
were playing lights out hockey against San Jose. They were the, I think they were the underdog last night against San Jose. Yeah, they, they have a good record. And they won the game four to one. They smoked them, smoked them, playing great hockey. Pasternak's down right now. So the first line includes Heinen, Heinen, Bergeron, Marchand. Heinen's playing great up there. So when Pasternak comes back after this drunken fall that he had where he broke his thumb, put Pasta on the second line. Make that second line lethal because that first line without him is lethal. If you put Pasta on the second line, why not try it? He's going he's gonna to have to get his legs back underneath him since he's been hurt, since he's been out. Put Pasta on the second line. Why not? Mm-hmm. It would make the top two lines very good. If Heinen can keep this up and if Heinen can prove that he can keep this up, why not make that move? Why not make both? Why not make Heinen on the first line a continuous thing where you know they can score, where you know they can keep scoring at the same competitive level that they were, and then Papas on the second line to make that line even better, to make that line a borderline first line? And I have a question: Who's the goalie going forward for this team? Keep doing what you're doing, switching back and forth. Tuukka Rask, red hot right now. You think that's going to work in the playoffs? Jaroslav Halak. Yeah, I mean. You play that guy. You play he's, that son of a bitch. He's been, he's been hot, but like you're going to be able to do his that in the playoffs, go back and forth. His glove has been red hot. Yeah. I mean, at the at the end of the day, Tuka's your number one, but mm-hmm. Halak's a hell of a number two. Halak's a hell of a number two. Part of the problem with Tuka Rask over the past couple of years, it's been kind of a Chris Sale thing where the guy plays great through the year. He goes through these hot streaks, but then by the end, he's gassed. He's absolutely gassed. With the addition of Halak and with how great Halak's been playing, you can play Halak against some of these top teams like they did last night against San Jose and give Tuca the night off, and you can trust that Halak's going to be able to hold it down. And that's huge. That's huge for the rest of Tuca Rask. That is huge for the rest rest of Tuca Rask. All right, that's it. That was my hockey minute. Connor, anything else? Go Celtics. Oh, well, I mean, I'm happy the Red Sox are back. We didn't talk any about any Red Sox spring training, yeah, but I'm happy they are back. I cannot not, wait for the season so far. There's not too much going on with the Red Sox. The only the sad thing that actually came out of today, though, uh, Blake Swihart's. I, I I think it's his adopted brother. Mm-hmm. So Blake Swihart's adopted brother uh, passed away today. There was news this morning. Is that, that what Cora was talking about? There there was news yeah. this morning. They weren't letting media into the locker room. They knew something happened. Family emergency. The lineups already come out. So then. When we heard family emergency, then you saw that uh, Blake Swihart was scratched from one of the lineups because it was split squad day. Uh, and then it came out that Blake Swihart's younger brother, 23-year-old Romel Jordan, passed away. I don't know exactly from what yet, but that was it. So, prayers up to Blake Swihart and his family. Uh, hope things get better for you. It sucks. That's that's two really, really bad, tough things that have happened in the past uh, week, right, for the Red Sox? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... What day? It adds more fuel to the fire, though. I mean, it does. It does. I mean, it uh, sucks. Like, something like that happened, but. So, okay. I was just making sure the date was correct, so we actually didn't get a chance to talk about this. Uh, so, another sad thing. Damn, we're getting somber at the end of this. Another sad thing that came out of the Red Not Sox. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. I, I actually wanted to talk about this. Forgot to write it down. So, uh, one of my favorite writers... One of my mm-hmm. favorite writers and columnists, uh, Boston Globe, Nick Cafardo, passed away. He collapsed at at the park at the Red Sox ballpark down. I think it was JetBlue uh, down in Florida. Uh, he had an it was an embolism. I want to say it was the it was the medical term for it. What does that mean? 
I, it's like a clot somewhere in your body. It could be air. It could be blood. That he passed. He he collapsed at the ballpark and he later died. So prayers up to that family. Nick Cafardo was by far one of my favorite writers. Uh, not only at the Globe, just one, one of my favorite Red Sox writers. His Sunday Nose column was always awesome. He would always drop things in there that you just didn't. That that like I know baseball. He would always drop statistics and numbers in there that I always be like, wow. He's he's great. He was always regarded as one of the nicest guys. Like this, not saying anybody anybody deserves to die, but if somebody doesn't deserve to pass away early, it's Nick Cafardo because everybody loves him. The players, mm-hmm. um, the Patriots, Patriots players loved him when yeah uh, when he had that short stint covering the Patriots. It's a real sad story that Nick Cafardo passed away. So prayers up to his family too. Uh, also for me, so I'm gonna be uh, at the ballpark actually as part of the media this year. Uh, oh yeah. My other uh, publication and CLNS Media, and I was looking forward to meeting Nick because I heard, you know, there's a lot of people talk about how, like, when you when you become a rookie on the Red Sox beat or on any, any sports beat, it's it's kind of tough to get in there sometimes because they, they look at you. Some of the other reporters might look at you and be like, "Oh, this guy, you can't take him seriously." But Nick Cafardo is somebody who would always, from what I hear, go out of his way to to like help people and to talk to people and, and introduce himself. He was always the nicest guy from what I understand. I was looking forward to meeting him this year. Uh, very sad, very sad story. So prayers up to Nick Cafardo and his family. That's it. That's it. Another one done. Connor. Catch next podcast. Episode 97 of the books guys. I'm running the Boston marathon. I'm up to $5,066 raise. I need 10,000. So I'm up to halfway done. Uh, I've got about a month and a half left of training. Can't wait for this to be over because I want to saw off my feet. I wrote chapter two of my marathon training blog, wrote a lot about my injuries that I've suffered. Listen, at the beginning of training, I heard, oh, there's like monitor your running injuries. I was like running injuries. Who gets hurt running? Like, it's just running. Well, hmm. let me tell you, everything freaking hurts. <laughs> my feet and my Achilles are on fire. So check that out, guys. If you want to donate, if you want to help out, everything goes. Every single cent goes to Massachusetts Eye and Ear Hospital. They're amazing. They do amazing work. Uh, Crowdrise.com slash Nick Qualia 2019. I also have a fundraiser coming up April 12th, three days before the marathon at Loretta's Last Call. Outside of Fenway Park, 6 to close. We will be there doing raffles, collecting money, the whole nine. So, guys, please be there for that, too. I'm also going to do March Madness brackets, so look out for that. Let's go. And uh, check out the Couch Guys Sports Store. we got plenty of merch there, including a uh, Everybody Thinks We Suck, uh, certain quarterback Tom Brady sweatshirt. My favorite thing that we have in the store. The sweatshirt is incredibly comfortable. Check so out all the content. Guys, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Help us out, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Is that it? Oh, follow us too on everything. At Couch Guys Sports, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh. And, and, then, the, and the Raptors. At the Raptors Podcast. We have at Couch Guy Hollywood also on Twitter, our entertainment podcast. And then obviously this podcast at the Couch Guy Podcast. Couch Guy Podcast. Couch Guy Podcast, episode 97 of the books. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.